Hey everyone, and welcome back to Speaking in Llama, a Survivor podcast. This is Alex coming at you after the latest Survivor episode. With me, as always, is uh, someone who got his butt kicked in fantasy football this week, Caleb Loomis. <laughs> I appreciate that intro, Alex, because I know that you don't play fantasy football at all. I also know that you were just with some of our buddies, one of which I played this week in fantasy football. So I'm certain he told you to say that and i'm disappointed in you alex because i thought you were more than just you know the puppet for somebody else no man uh, we have a public persona to keep up and it's always against each other you know so i don't care who i'm tag teaming with we have to be <laughs> adversaries at least in the public sphere of our this podcast you know it's uh, something yeah okay well, you know caleb i i i have a beef with you right now uh, but when don't you have a beef with me? So that's true. I have a new beef with you. Go ahead. Uh, back in the day, when we were first dreaming up this podcast, I I had a, a long list of potential names. One of yep. which is Speaking Llama, which then you try to claim credit for. Which you did not. You that was not on the list. Yes, it was. Uh, I would I, have remembered that. I will post a screenshot of it. But you gave me such a hard time because I wanted to name our podcast Banana Etiquette, based on heroes versus villains of banana egg could happen i in hindsight i recognize probably not a great podcast at all but it's not a great podcast for two male co-hosts to do uh you never know um (laughs) tonight would have been a great episode and we could have rebranded ourselves as a marketing scheme guerrilla marketing and call us rebranded into papaya etiquette Listen, I hate that you're stealing my joke uh, because I came up with the papaya etiquette comment first, Alex. No, I don't remember Stolen my glory that was going to be tonight. I had this great little line about how we're going to school and you've you've heard about banana etiquette. Well, now I'm going to teach you about papaya etiquette. Thanks for ruining that, Alex. I hate you. Go away. You're welcome. Go, Go on an island for 39 days away from me, but not on Survivor, just on an island by yourself. Hey everyone, this is Alex cutting in again. We filmed this uh, a couple months ago. Uh, you are relentless, sir, but I do appreciate that about you. Uh, but like you said, we are here. Uh, another episode in. We are there on day 16 uh, on Survivor, which means they have 10 days left, Alex. And there are still like, was it eight people left? Do I have that math uh, right? It's more nine than that. people left? No, it's, no, it's, it's, it's not, nine it's or not. 10. Oh, yeah, I think it's I'm, a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's the. I the think main. it's ten. That's a lot of people that get booted off in ten days. Um, but you know, we didn't make the season. We're not producers as much as we want that's to true. be producers. Yeah. Uh, but that's wild that they're they're there and we're here watching this season. So. Yeah. Well, Caleb, uh, like when you played in '42, what was it like? Just like day sixteen, you're over halfway done, right? But what you, you don't, don't have ten days left. You know, day sixteen was actually only like a fifth of the way there. Cause I went on Australian survivor. Ooh, cool. Yeah. No, <laughs> I did not go on Australian survivor just to be clear. For, for those who don't listen to us on a weekly basis, I've recently told Caleb uh, this weekend when we saw each other that my favorite running joke of mine is saying that Caleb was on survivor 42. So, and it cuts like back. a knife every time. Every welcome time. back everyone. All right, Alex, you are rambling enough for tonight. So let's uh, kind of jump in. What are your thoughts on the episode? Uh, our dear, beloved friend, Tiffany, goes just as soon as I thought we had a shared champion. 
to root for and cheer for goes down, which is, I, which is poetic in and of itself. I was going to say, that's the universe telling us we shouldn't ever agree on anything. <laughs> uh, because so we'll get at the end of our episode, we'll tell us, or we'll tell everyone kind of our, our merge picks for our fantasy tribes. We pick those before the episode. Um, and Caleb and I had an unusual agreement that neither one of us was going to pick Tiffany because we had a mutual love for Tiffany and, and we both wanted to be able to root for her to win without like, she's on my tribe or Caleb's tribe. We, we just wanted to be able to enjoy her hopeful win together. And here she is, juror number one. It's so sad. At least, you know, at least she didn't get voted off last week and we don't get to see her anymore. Now we, now we get to see her. And if only, if only they would be giving like the old jury format, where, which maybe they will. We don't know. It's a new, new era of Survivor, as I'm reminded, every single episode. <laughs> that just think of what she will do with a speech to the final jury. Oh, I can't wait for it. I love Tiffany. I will be always be a Tiffany stand. Uh, and hopefully, you know, maybe we'll get her back on a season one of these days, but she's great. Anyways, Alex, the other big news of the evening. Heather talked. Heather is here. She played the game. She just didn't talk. She played the game making moves at Tribal Council. Oh, almost blew up in her face. (laughs) I I was convinced she was going home. It was like, what is she doing? Why is she only talking to one person and seeing nine people talking, throwing out her name and not caring in the world? So, uh, but I mean, she got the last laugh, right? It's, she, she didn't go home. She only she, got two votes. I don't know that she got a, I, what's interesting. I have, I have lots of thoughts on this episode I, and we'll kind of jump into this now. I'm interested to see where the episode goes from here or the season goes from here because Alex, you and I have texted every week. We, in particular, we've talked a lot about Shan's messy gameplay yes. uh, and exhibit 47 now. Uh, Shan, Shan has messy gameplay again, but honestly, it's not just her. It's everybody. It really is. It, and this, yeah, we love Shan. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. I hope I, I, I want. I keep saying I want her to win. I think yes. she's going to win. Yes, but such messy gameplay. Yes, and it's it's sporadic, and it's it's that same theme that we saw episode one that we pointed out that it was day one, day two, and everyone is throwing everyone's name out there, and I don't think that stopped. Like no one has slow down enough and try to slow down time to be able to make a logical strategic move it's just it's everywhere right and it's i think that's highlighted even uh, he- uh heather's first <laughs> statement of the the season tonight where she's talking to shan she's like what why did you throw my name out there why didn't you talk to me first why would you do that um i think it's just it's messy gameplay. Hey, you know that Heather had a confessional early in the season, right? It was like one or two. Okay, just making sure that you know that. Yes. She's not completely I'm, invisible. I Yes, but I think I've seen a, <laughs> a graphic on Instagram, and as of last week, she was the most invisible contestant that had ever played so far. Yep, which is impressive. Um, it is. To say the least. And it was a long uh, list of <laughs> invisible contestants. Um, yeah, it's just like, it's messy gameplay. I think... I'm sure Survivor and Jeff and production loves, thinks that, and audience to an extent, love live tribals. Unlike Shan's declaration, I've seen a live tribal before. 
Um, and this was no exception in terms of, it's just, I leave kind of confused about what's going on. Um, and I don't know why necessarily why Tiffany went home other than that she was a target at the beginning of the episode, which that could be the only reason they need it. Uh, it's that it's chaotic. We're just going to go with who we said we were going we to go with and that's it. That's a wrap. But what's interesting here in terms of the messy gameplay, we saw twice this episode with Nasir and Heather where someone in their alliance Shan was involved with both, goes to them and says, hey, by the way, I just want you to know your name was thrown out there so as the like fake vote. And right, both Heather and Nasir have adverse reactions to that because obviously because you don't want your name out there because what if someone plays an idol? What if I am the casualty of someone else making like a good play? And so the reason I want to highlight this is I think that's going to break trust down um, I, even further than it was already going. Right now, Nasir and Heather seem to be are going to be on odd odds with one another. I don't know that Heather and Nasir is going to trust that group of Shan Liana nearly as much, mainly because it's like, no, you can't just tell me that my name's getting put down by somebody, and I'm going to be okay with that. Yeah. Well, what's interesting too, you know, skipping ahead a little bit at the um, preview for next week, Heather and Nasir are fighting uh, because they kind of threw each other's names out there. And so almost from a majority alliance standpoint, that kind of worked, right? They're not getting the pushback from both of them together. You know, there's a world where Heather and Nasir get, get together and say, hey, we're on the bottom because they keep throwing our name out there. Let's flip this thing on its head. Actually, the two people at the bottom, you know, that we think are at least at the bottom are now fighting with each other. Uh, and that's a really well, good place, a really good time to be at the top. Of the let's line. not, let's not talk about, let's not presume that they like, this was an intentional thing, right? They didn't go and say, I'm going to tell, make sure I tell them that a oh, name was right. thrown out. No, no, no. I don't this think it's is intentional. a, I think it just, it this is a happen. happenstance that that is happening yes. and it may end up being good, but it's still like, it's messy gameplay. Cause you just blew up something that didn't need to be blown up. Don't tell Nasir that you were the vote or that you were and don't tell Heather that Nasir is throwing your name out. Right. Yes. If your target is Xander and Nasir, based on Deshaun's vote like, and Deshaun and Danny's desire, then just let that be that and, and call it a day. Right? You Absolutely. don't need to try to micromanage every single relationship, which is, I think, where ultimately Shan's downfall is right now, is that she is trying to micromanage every single relationship and be set and good with everyone, uh, which we see. Like, Let's talk a little bit about Deshaun and Shan, their mm-hmm. little feud. This is the second person Shan has had a significant blow up with. Um, and, and she's still having the blow up with Ricard, right? The right, papaya, right. <laughs> you know? Uh, which, you know, okay, so Ricard and Shan's first blow up uh, with the extra bow and the idol. I, I thought Ricard was in the, in the right. I, I would agree with the credit. Yeah. This time I agree with Shan. Uh, y'all had your feast. Let the people eat. Come on. Yeah, that that's fair too. Uh, no, I, I think it's fair. I don't think she should have reacted in the way that she did. Oh no! But no, of no, course, no. like if I'm tired and hungry, I'm probably going to react the same way. Absolutely. Like, I mean, go get your own food because you already had that food. I react that way when somebody cuts me off when I'm driving to the store. You know, <laughs> full full stomach. So, uh, so Caleb, I I have two things I want to mention yeah. this episode. One one short. I'll save it for 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 the second one. But first, I feel like. Angelina 
from David versus Goliath set our expectations too high for what good negotiations look like on Survivor. You know, Jeff had Jeff had too too much. He wanted seven people to sit out to get a bag of rice. Jeff, come on, Angelina. She probably would have offered nine. You know, if Jeff said seven, she uh, she probably would have offered all whatever like where it was nobody competing. <laughs> right, but like give us give us Angelina for those negotiations because these this cast could not hold a candle to Angelina's no. negotiations. No, actually, skills. Angelina, if we're going on the Angelina metric of negotiating, uh, she probably would have offered Jeff. We will all sit out of the next three immunity challenges. (laughs) There's our starting line. There's a starting line. And let's cancel all reward challenges. Okay. (laughs) And you can burn down our shelter. (laughs) But we haven't seen David versus Goliath. (laughs) Go back and watch it. It's a great scene. Uh, Angelina is an iconic character of Survivor and that season. Um, And... (laughs) It's she so goes good. out and negotiate and tries to negotiate with Jeff for I think it was like more rice or or yeah. a tarp or something and like her starting like offer is like legit like everything we own yeah uh, <laughs> this reward and that reward and these three pots and this cooking and all the spices and all the coffee but, and we're starting there but we're willing to go further <laughs> right it's like it's like again like Jeff Jeff is gonna is going to make it a punishment which is like traditional Jeff fashion. Yep. It was like, you don't have to start there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So uh, that was great. I, I did enjoy that, that uh, kind of no- negotiation time. Yes. The challenge. It was, it was refreshing. It was a, it was a new element to the game that wasn't an advantage where someone lost a vote. And, Which, and it's just like, it's simple. It's fun. It's intriguing. It's kind of like the first episode with the prisoner's dilemma. It's like, Ooh, what, like what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sitting there yelling at my TV. Okay. Come on, Heather, like sit out. You can sit out. Like, come on. So-and-so like, Oh, you shouldn't sit out. Xander don't sit out. You need this. And it, it made it entertaining as a viewer. This was the like better version of the reward challenge that they always used to do where they answered questions about the tribe and it got the chop like, Everyone had three strikes out and like everyone had to go and like, if you got the answer right, you went and like took a chop out of someone else's rope. Once they got three chops, they were out. But that's, that's the greatest challenge in the world. Uh, listen, I love that challenge. I love the challenge because who, it shows. Who, who would you give a million dollars to, Kim? <laughs> Survivor one more people go watch it. That's, that's the reference there. Um, but that challenge showed and revealed tribe dynamics. Yes. That moment did the exact same thing in an even more unique way because they are legitimately starving. I, I, I believe that. And when they're like, people are willing to give up immunity for a couple servings of rice, like, yeah, that that's legit. But that moment where everyone was like, oh, well, uh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and what's interesting, Alex, about this, going back to Shan's gameplay, Nasir gave a reason of like, I, I am fine with not getting food, but I, I'm, I'm worried about everyone else. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Shane was the first person to step up saying, I don't need immunity. Yep. Uh, and that, if people are thinking for a moment, that was really telling. Yes, but she didn't lie. <laughs> you know, she, she didn't need immunity. Uh, yeah. and, and it didn't backfire on her whatsoever. No, I, no absolutely. I, I'm just, I'm talking about like, in terms of like, I'm talking this out and thinking through it now. Like, yes. Oh yeah. no. Like big red flag people. Like she was the, it, it would be one thing if like Shan stepped up and 
uh, Danny stepped up, right? Like two people totally. that like weren't on the same starting tribe. Okay, like, yeah, they're trying to win it for the rest of us. Yeah. No, well, it was just Shan. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too, is both Shan and Ricard uh, were two of the four. And we always talk, you know, with this three tribe dynamic of the tribe that loses the most early is typically the safest at the merge. And I think that that showed it, at least they thought they were safe, uh, where everyone on Luvu, uh, now the Yasa tribe had a reason not to, <laughs> to step up. You know, I think all four of them were kind of on the hot seat. For the Luvu tribe, you know, even Heather, uh, Erica, they're like, nope, I, Danny, they're like, I can't, I can't step forward. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it, good, good on them, you know? Well, what, and what's interesting too is it's going to be able to see like, I think Ricard, stepped up because of the papaya yeah like i legit think that is the only reason he stood up because shane was the one who was like come on guys and had to say face have to say face uh, i think he knew he was probably safe but you don't you don't want to put yourself out there as safe mm-hmm. right it's just yeah. a risk yeah oh well, last thing i'll say about the episode uh and then if you have anything else caleb and then we can move on to our outward out play out last moments but um some previous survivors, I think in the last year or so after, I can't remember exactly when this started coming out, but uh, when tribals began getting more live, uh, a lot of uh, former contestants were like, this is unfair that typically the taller people sit in the back of tribal council. Um, and 90% of the time, those are the men and they can whisper and talk to each other without the people in the front row knowing. Mm-hmm. And I noticed tonight that like, Erica uh, and Shan were sitting in the back and Xander and um, I think Deshaun. Deshaun um, was at front, yeah. And Ricard were all up front. And so I just, I want to point out that like Survivor listened and they recognized that that was kind of a biased moment uh, that people in the back who are typically taller can speak to each other without being noticed. Um, and while we aren't seeing people in the back whispering this season, we are seeing Erica, who's the shortest contestant this season, sitting in the back, and Xander, who's one of the tallest ones, sitting in the front. And just shout out to that. Uh, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That, that's true. I, I, my hope is that they just start like randomizing it, right? It's like every tribal, it's like, pull a thing well, out of a hat. That's what it seemed like they did. Um, yeah. that, that was my assumption they did. The other piece I noticed they changed that tribal is Jeff doesn't do his little um like one line send-offs anymore yeah oh oh yeah which caleb uh, your your theory have, is that he records it afterwards i that's not my theory that's what i know i mean i don't actually know but that's what that's I your know. theory uh no that's what i know so it's uh, again if you have never noticed it people they never showed jeff talking live to the cast in those last little like lines so i think sometimes we get the actual thing that he says but I think a good number of times he probably changes it based off the outcome uh, or they come up with something better um, but at a different point. In Australian Survivor, we do see Jonathan. Not always. I was literally Not just always, watching. but yeah. we do see it sometimes. We never yeah. see it with Jeff, but we do yep. see it sometimes with Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Which that may mean the times that we don't see it is times that it got changed. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Survivor conspiracy theories. Uh, the last thing we'll say, you know, it's not even conspiracy. It's just like, hey, Watch the edit and you'll learn some things. Kind of like Alex. How? What prediction did I get right mid-episode this this week? What What was it? Well, see, here's the thing, Caleb. You send me so many text messages <laughs> throughout the episode that, like, of course, you're like, hey, remember that one text I sent you? I got it right. When it's like, you listed off eight people who are going to win immunity, dude. Like, come on, man. No, I listed off um, one. 
let's let's see here it might be hevel (laughs) it might be heather heather the power player um (laughs) uh if xander goes home shan's winning uh let's see let's see here okay i'm gonna i'm gonna stop this anyways Uh, i think it might be ricard for real um ricard is gone as as fun as it is to listen to you read off text messages i did predict that evie would win because we got all the content about we got to get evie out or i think evie's the target erica with screen time she's gone tonight well, I would just say that's that's true. Anytime I see Erica screen screen time at this point, I'm like, oh well, there she goes. It's a good run, Erica. Yep. Uh, so and Deshaun is Devins. Deshaun is Devins. I love that moment where Xander and Tiffany and Evie are coming to him and like, hey, we want to work with you. And he's like, No, I'm not working with you. And it's again, <laughs> Island of the Idols, Rick Devins. Hey, we we still think we can work together. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Except why would I work with you? I love that moment. That's one of my favorite Survivor moments. Yeah, so I'll yeah, I'll work with you, except I'm not gonna effing work with you. <laughs> what? Rick Devins is a true legend of Survivor. Oh Gosh. man. Okay, uh Alex, yeah, I don't think I have anything other um than just uh, we can get into some of uh the interesting things, other interesting things that happen. So we'll jump into our outwit, outplay, and outlast sections of the episode with your outwit moment, that social strategy, um, who use their social relationships uh, the best this week, Alex? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ricard trying to convince Xander to use this idol. Tell, <laughs> tell me how that is a, how I'm that just, is. I'm just messing with you, man. Okay. We, we went on such a long tangent last week about that, that yeah. I, I, I appreciate, I, I love Ricard for doing that. And I like him even more for continuing to do that. That was a joke. Well, th- that's not even an issue that not the fact that it was an outplay thing, but how was that a good thing? <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I, it I enjoyed wasn't successful. It. No, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. It made me like Ricard even more, uh, which I didn't know was possible. So I, I thought it was a great move. My outwit here. Okay. I had a hard time coming up with one uh, because while I think there's some good outwit moments in this episode, the, the poor ones were what was really at the forefront of my mind. And I've had a long week and I just, I can't sift through all that. So here's my theory. Heather outwit player of the episode. And here's why, here's why I think the whole live tribal council was manufactured. And I think she either came up with on her own or someone told her to throw off the scent and to get up and like take a couple of people aside. And then everyone else say we're voting out Heather to put paint her as a target. So Xander doesn't play his idol for Tiffany. That is what I think, because why would everyone vote for Tiffany, including Heather, if that wasn't staged and therefore Heather's my outlet player. Interesting. So what you're saying is that someone that you don't know is the outlet player because they told Heather to do that. I th- I think Heather could have come up with that. Uh, do you not, do I, you not do you not think Heather would have come up with that? No, I was just trying to flip your argument on its head. It didn't work. Um, I don't buy that for a second that that's what happened. I legitimately think that that was ca- other chaos and the re like only because based on the episode, we have no reason to think that Xander is going to play his idol for Tiffany. Um, I, I don't think he would have played his idol for Tiffany. What good, like, 
it, it's him and Tiffany, if that, if anything. And so that doesn't help him long-term. Um, and the reason I don't think that was a idea that they came up with to do is because why would you cause that kind of confusion? Because I think because of the chaos is the only reason no idols got played. Like, I think if we go in with not a live tribal and there's uncertainty still about like where you might stand, you still like, I was expecting to see Xander play. And because Xander played, I was expecting then Nasir to play, right? I think that live tribal actually kept the advantages in the pocket. Right, which is, I think, what they wanted. So that way there was no advantage played for no, Tiffany. No, that, what I'm saying is that Xander was never going to play it for Tiffany. He was going to play right. it for himself. Well, still, he like, if the target was Tiffany, no one played it for her. So that's just doubling down, making sure. No, but if, if Xander plays an idol, it's Their goal was to get Xander to flush his idol. You don't know that. That, that was literally, you literally just said, Ricard leaned over to get. That could have been a lie. Oh my gosh, Alex. That could Good have try. been a lie. Good try. You, you don't know? I, I don't know, but it's my scenario is more likely than your scenario. In what world? In the world of rational logic. No, man. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Uh, what do you people think? You can comment us, let us know. Who are you, you calling think. you people? Um, the, our listeners, obviously. Oh, okay. Our friends? Do you have people, anyone in the room with you? I have my dog. Well, okay. I'm not, I'm not talking, saying you dog, saying you people. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, was I'm just saying our listeners are my friends. You call them people. I call them friends. That's the Great. difference between you and I. Something like that. I'm not even going to dignify that with a comeback. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to my outwit player uh, of the week. I, I went between two people. I almost would say Deshaun because I just think that like, I like how he is in some ways, stand, which maybe you put this on Heather too, of standing up to Shan of like, no, like this is not how you're going to play the game with me. Um, but my outwit player is actually Xander uh, because um, I think he built enough social capital with people Um this episode to feel like, and again, in that live tribal to feel like he didn't need to play as idol, but I think more importantly, um, whether it worked or not long-term, I loved his like, Hey, I sat out of a challenge. Uh, and now I'm going to, but I did that because I want to be with the losers. I want to build, have that moment of being in relationship with people and, and bonding over something and, uh, and using that, whether it's going to be effective or not, I think it's a that's a, a significant strategic gameplay move to make. Uh, and we are getting him like saying that that's what, rather than like, here's the implications of what happens after this happened. No, that was a strategic moment that he decided to do that. Um, and I, I think that's probably a really good move. Well, he actually said out of both challenges. That's what's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So, wow. Mm. All right, man. Uh, so we'll move on to outplay which is uh, challenges and advantages. Yep. Correct. Yeah, correct. Uh, and I have my outplay moment is tribal council. And it goes to Shan, Nasir, and Xander for not playing any advantage or idol after a freaking live tribal when there should have been chaos. There should have been chaos going into that. Like I said, if the majority alliance would have had their way, they would have 
flushed Xander, at least Xander's idol. But not only, and then by extension, I think they flushed Nasir's idol. They get Xander, it's a kind of a two for one. That would have been the ideal, and especially for Shan, because then she's the only one with an idol. But people, you have three idols that you know exactly who they are in the game. And none of them are gone right now. I don't know what they're doing to what Shan, Shan, Nasir, and Xander are doing to skate by with their advantages, but great job, guys, because you still have them. So your outplay moment was not playing anything. No, it's you using your advantages strategically. By not playing them. Correct. Okay. Uh, well, my outplay moment <laughs> is the challenge beast of the episode, Evie who had the puzzle, which, I mean, I was sitting there with, with her friend Coleman and I was like, I, my brain doesn't compute with this puzzle. Like I would never get that puzzle. Like I can do some puzzles. I would never get that puzzle. Uh, and so to do it so quickly to practice good on her and then uh, at the end to, to win it as well, which another very difficult challenge. Um, Evie's a challenge beast so far uh, in the individual game and uh, shout out to Evie. Yeah, which is like great prep, but don't yell out. I practice that at home. Yeah. Nasir, did, Nasir did the same thing at Tribal Council. Like, don't tell people you're practicing at home. Yeah. Like, are you a Survivor fan or you just want a bigger target on your back? You're obviously not a Survivor fan. Otherwise, you would know not to do that. <sighs> so frustrating. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Okay, we'll move on to Outlast, which is the person we feel like helped their game the most going forward. And I'll actually jump in first because you already started talking about Evie, because Evie is my outlast moment. Uh, not only did they win sir, win immunity when they desperately needed to win immunity, I actually think based off of how this tribal went and the chaos that is ensuing and the feuds that are happening between multiple people, right? We came into this episode with Evie is the target. I think now it's like, wait, what's Evie doing? We're, yeah. we're not concerned with Evie anymore. And, and that's not to say that like, she's not going to get voted out eventually or won't be a target um, at some point, but it's that kind of goes back to the mentality of sometimes that you just have to make it to the, the next day, right? Make it to the next day, no matter what, like, sometimes you have to play for that day. Don't play for day. Uh, usually I would say day 39 on day 16. And I'm saying don't play for day 26 on day 15, play for day 16. And Evie, simply by winning immunity, I think maybe has extended Evie's life in the game for sure. A couple more vote outs. I totally agree. And uh, just because I picked Evie for out play, uh, I told myself I'd pick someone else for outlast. Right. But I think that that's, exactly. a, that's a great pick. Um, I am going to go with Deshaun uh, for outlast. I think. Uh, looking at the way relationships are happening, the way people are um, talking to one another, strategizing with, strategizing with one another, I think he's in the best position. I think he's most insulated uh, and people are listening to him. Now there is the tiff with, uh, with him and Shan, mm -hmm. but I think Shan has so many other beefs um, with other people. And, and I think Deshaun can keep a level head enough. And, and even when, um, you know, they, Danny went up to him and was like, Hey, like, let's take out Nasir. It's like, okay, yeah, sounds great. Um, but then when, you know, they went up to him at tribal and said Nasir, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I didn't get a chance to think about this. Hang on. And I, I think he's in a, in a 
season where the cast is playing very fast, I think he is trying to slow down the strategy a little bit to make his best move. And for that reason, I think he he is helping himself get further in the game. And I think he's insulated enough. I think I don't think Nasir is going to turn on him. I don't think Danny's going to turn on him. I don't think Shane Liana is going to turn on him. Um, and so I, and even he's got Erica, he's got Heather, like he's got Ricard. I see him lasting a long time this season. So I'm going to go with Sean. Yeah, we'll see. I think, right. I do think Shane can probably rally more troops more quickly to get the Sean out, right. If this feud really lasts uh, or is really significant, I could see as early as next season, Shane kind of saying the Sean's not going to be with me. I need to get him out. Um, Especially when he doesn't have his extra vote anymore. Right. He, he is less powerful now. So I'm going to go and take this shot at him. But to that end, I like what you said too, about he is slowing down the game when so many people are playing fast. And I think that's a great, like that moment in tribal where he says, Hey, it's good. Right. Yeah. I think he's frustrated in the moment, but he's also kind of saying, this isn't what I want, Yes. but I'm not, I'm not going to argue to like, He's recognizing that this isn't going to make this decision is not going to make or break my game. So I'm not going to die on that hill yes. uh, and I will figure it out tomorrow. Yeah. And I was worried when I saw him sit down and get frustrated. I'm like, is he going to go rogue here? And then when he turned back in a very genuine way, was like, I'm, I'm good. I will do that. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. he's frustrated, but he's with the group. Um, right. And I think that's a, that's a great gameplay. Yeah. So here we are. Well, uh, Alex, what are your, any thoughts for next episode? Again, we have, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but we have some feuds happening with multiple people, Mm -hmm. Nasir and Heather. Uh, Will we see more of Heather in this next episode? I hope so. Will we get more content from Erica, my winner pick? Um, Yeah, any any thoughts? I hope so. I I like the cast as people and and (laughs) I want to see them all, you know, it's, give us people um, maybe maybe tiffany had to leave so that like sassy heather could take her place oh sassy or uh, heather has a sailor mouth and i'm here i for know it. i want to i want to see more of her let's go you've had two lines and four episodes and <laughs> both of them got bleeped out like that's awesome uh so yeah i mean i i said it earlier i think the the feud with nasir and, and heather is going to be interesting i don't know if it will be um a significant part of the season or if it's just kind of a small post-tribal thing um Mm -hmm. they always try to throw us off with those so it's just hard to tell what's going to happen um even this episode it's i appreciate the editing it it makes me guessing but it's like we were going into tribal and it's 751 and i'm like i i have no clue who the target is um which is fun in a way but it's also like they're intentionally cutting out strategy and after the vote i'm left with like but but what was the strategy that led to that vote so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. And it could have been just as simple as there's chaos happening all around us. And that's who we said before. Or Heather could have manufactured the whole thing. You keep thinking that, buddy. I, you never know. You never. No, you're know. right. I don't know. But I have a strong suspicion. I know you know what happens in 42, but this is 41, man. Anyways. Moving along. Uh, Alex, let's give the people an update on our fantasy tribes uh as we've discussed before uh we both have three people left uh with mine being erica my boy nasir the american treasure uh the uh um and then deshaun um 
space there for a moment. Uh, are my tribe still in the game? Uh, because my other original pick, JD, got uh, voted off after your person that got voted off. Uh, I am currently winning this uh, little fantasy tribe contest. Um, who are your three people still left in as a reminder? So my three people are Liana, my winner pick, who I stand by is going to win this game. If Liana doesn't win the game, my other pick, Shan, is going to win this game. And if for some reason neither one of them win this game, my third pick, Ricard, is going to win this game. So I feel very confident in those three. I think they're going all the way. I did lose Sarah in the first episode. The second one voted out. Gone but never mm. forgotten. I don't know. I, I don't really remember her. So she had kind of been forgotten. <laughs> I, I almost forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we've done every year, when it comes merge time, which this season we had a weird kind of merge. We didn't quite know what to expect. Um, so usually we would have picked someone before now, um, but we always add one more person to kind of bolster our tribe. This will be our final set going forward, which, hey, we're doing a pretty good job. We've, we still have six people in total. Great. Left out of, that's what we picked uh, eight and we only got two wrong. So way to go yeah. us. And uh, Alice, uh, you got first pick because you're behind. Um, yes. And who was your first pick? Tell the, tell the folks out there. Now, again, this was prior to tonight's episode. Yes, we did text each other before the episode started, which is a good thing we agreed that we weren't going to pick Tiffany because I totally exactly. probably would have picked Tiffany. I absolutely would have picked <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> My fifth pick for Team Alex, none other than Miss Sailor herself, Heather. You know, I firmly believe that you picked her just because you want to like her so much. I really do. I it's so much fun. Like it, it's fun at that point to like root for her to have a, a line in the episode or a confessional in the episode, and then for her to be on my team. I'm all for it. Now, is she going to win this game? If she does, I will be over the moon. I, I don't think she's going to, but I'm so confident in Liana Shannon and Ricard, one of those three is going to win this game that I just want to root for Heather. So that's why I picked Heather. Well, there you go. Uh, I also similar, I don't think this person is going to win, uh, but I do think they have a really great shot of making it very far. Uh, and I'm picking the other half of the, one of the dynamic duos on the season, Danny, the former football player, Danny, the, uh, doesn't want to throw challenges, but, uh, can't throw challenges to save their lives. And, him and Deshaun, I'm hoping they can run the game. I'm hoping they can uh, come together and knock off Shan before they knock off one of them. Um, but but we'll see kind of what happens. In a dream scenario, what actually happens here is Deshaun is so upset at Shan, like, hey, we're not working together. And Deshaun and Danny decide, hey, you know who we need to work with now? Is Erica. We're not going after her anymore. We're taking her in. And then they're like, you know what? Who we don't need to vote out because he's loyal? Nasir. And then we got my four people. Lulu Strong, baby, running the rest of the show. It's not going to happen, man. It's, <laughs> it's totally you, not going to happen. You have all former Luvu people, right? I do now. But nice. a person can dream. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because, <laughs> uh, you know, you have Deshaun and Danny. 
uh, a power duo in kind of the majority alliance, the, the alliance that's running the whole thing. And I have Liana and Shan, who's the other duo in that alliance uh, with Ricard and Nasir kind of in the alliance, but will probably be picked off because they don't have a super tight one. And then you have Eric and I have Heather who, um, I, who are they? <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, I know more about uh, Eric than I do Heather. Um, yes. Also, Alex, I cannot believe we haven't talked about this. Last thing as we go out uh, and close out this episode, Xander not being able to find that advantage at the challenge. That was hidden so, like, there's no way he could have found that. And when Jeff put it all the way in there, I was like, there's no way. Like, it's not, it wasn't obvious like it was with Michaela and Sarah in Game It was not obvious. However, however, all we saw from him, which he could have done more, we don't know, is he's just like leaning around. They were, all the other people were 50 plus yards away at the start of that tribal get down on the look underneath the bench like this is survivor look everywhere you can i would have understood right if they were right there the whole time or they were like wentworth and there was a in the middle of a challenge around people trying to get an idol right wait you just said a good thing about wentworth i did you she thank you man she's very good at finding advantages and playing advantages, and she's just very good i won't say that um but (laughs) The, I uh, love Wentworth. Come on, <laughs> I do too. But how do you not? I, I, I will. I can't wait for the post game interviews with Xander to find out how did you not see that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm fully convinced he's he's enough of a, a gamer that he he saw the bench and he heard one person had to sit out and he immediately goes, "I'm going to be the one to sit out." Like, right. I. I, I I, 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 with him looking around, he knew exactly what was going on. He knew exactly what he was doing. And like, what a great play to do that. And like, even if Erica knew what she, like what was going on too, what's she going to say? Oh no, don't, don't do that. Xander. Don't, don't do that. Like, right. That would have brought up a lot of red flags. Xander played that perfectly, except he didn't find the freaking advantage. Yeah. I feel like if I'm Erica, I look at Xander and be like, oh, so you want to find the advantage? Uh, <laughs> it just caused chaos right there you know uh go back yeah xander totally found it i, I saw it there when we started the, <laughs> the thing but i couldn't get to it and then when we were leaving i looked and it was gone xander has an advantage i would totally oh, pull that crap my all, all the way especially <laughs> like if he was trying to be nice to me and let me win a reward i would totally turn that on him oh, and then try to work with time. him yeah what this is why they, this why they need me on the island yeah well you said you're afraid of snakes so i am i and yeah i I wouldn't do well (laughs) anyways well that's all we have time for tonight thanks for joining us for another episode we'll be back at you next week with another episode which we probably only have you know four or five more left uh in the seasons and um yeah this has been fun so far and check us out on instagram at speaking llama Follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Um, Have any ideas or thoughts or disagreements with us? Feel free to reach out on Instagram. We're always happy to chat. And uh, until next time, we'll speak llama to you later.